right, the boys say we're ready to rock and roll. Good morning, good morning, all. We're, we're gonna let's start cheer, okay? First of all, so a quick uh, mazel tov to Yosef Ben Zev. Uh, last time he had a baby was at home, so I hope it wasn't the same thing this time. I tried to convince him not to do it at home. He did it on purpose last time, and he promised he's not gonna do it again. But I don't know. It seemed like he might have been at home. Real quickly, yesterday. Uh, during the sponsors, we had three sponsors, and right in the middle of the sponsors, uh, the, the YouTube went out. So these are for Rufur Shlemas, so I'm going to repeat them real quickly. Dedicated to the Rufur Shlema of all Klai Yisrael, impacted by this horrible virus sweeping the world, that we should see an end to this pandemic, and may we all see the arrival of Mashiach now at this time. Usher and Penina Lenga. Yishkoyach Usher and Penina Lenga. We had this yesterday for the entire year behind me, so that did the job, but for me saying it, I'm doing it now. And also, we had one from Donnie Fine, which we said, but it wasn't said on YouTube, so I'll say it again. Ellie, as you know, my father, Modine, has been enjoying the shear for the last week or so. My parents have a close friend back in Staten Island, Dr. Joseph Teitelbaum. Unfortunately, he's suffering from corona and needs our tefillos. My father asked me to request that you dedicate tomorrow's shear for Rufur Shlema. of David Ben Itamiriam. You should have Rufur Shlema. And on to today's sponsors. Again, we have three sponsors today. This one, also very interesting. I said, I said this the wrong day because I'm by myself and I'm not... Bar Hashem, I made a mistake and I said I, we, we had the sponsors, I think, on Sunday, but it was the wrong day. Bar Hashem, I made a mistake because I realized when I got... Sometimes it comes in and because it's Hebrew and English together, it goes backwards and I wrote the name wrong. So... Here we have it right. My grandfather and other family members I never knew. Rafala Victor Leibish ben Chaim Tiefenbach. Bracha bas Rafala Victor Leibish. Zechron Levracha. Ruven ben Shleim Zechron Levracha. And remember, Tinoik ben Ruven. He was a day old, this baby, when the Nazis took him. Deminkevich. That's the name. Deminkevich. Hashem Yinkim Domam. Lilu Nishmas. Etel Malko bas Avram Moisha. Zechron Levracha. And yard side of David Yoel ben Natan Zechron Levracha. This name I'm familiar with. I had to memorize it yesterday because I said Kaddish. There's a little story here that goes with it. So I'm going to hang this up here. It goes like this. We have an email from Stephen Sokolov. Background. I got to say this quickly because it's a long one. I want to first thank Ellie for saying Kaddish for my father today. A little background. I'm currently living with my family in South Bend. He's a nursing home administrator. Made Aliyah, but it went back to South Bend. We also have David Brandis from South Bend. Bar Hashem. He made, uh, I think, a complete recovery from Corona. We dive him for him and everything. We're a little worried about him. At some point, leading up to the Sima Shas, I saw ads for the 8-Minute Daf. I started out with the 8-Minute. During Nida and joined the full shear using YouTube. There was something about the shir that just really pulled me in. I got through half a shas doing the daf on my own two cycles back. It's hard for me to wrap my head around all... I was just nervous I forgot my water again, but Baruch Hashem. All the back and forth. He struggles with the back and forth of the Gemara. I'm much for a bottom line, Allah Lamaisa guy. Anyway, while here in South Bend, I managed to complete Isr Vahetar, learning Chavrusa at 5 a.m. daily with the Rav, with the Rav from Bet Shemesh. Probably the guy goes to Awashir. Who else? Well, the Rabbanim come to Awashir. We're now on Shabbos. 
However, with my second Solomon's Bar Mitzvah, I figured it's time to start covering some ground in Gemara. I'm learning a ton in this Masechta, and it lines up well with the Smicha stuff in Shabbos. The Maestro Rabbi said, we're learning a lot of stuff that's important for the day-to-day. Just yesterday, I was checking in on, on somebody that claims he's here every day. I'm going to check if he's here. I didn't notice him, so I, I said, where the heck are you? So he started proving to me that he's online. He started talking to me about Atmana, and it turns out that for, I don't know how long, he bought this beautiful, it looks like a challah cover, and he puts it over his, all his food on Shabbos, and we were discussing that it's hatmana, it might be Isidari Raisa. It's like, well, well, they sell it, and he sends me a picture of it, and it says, Lekavit Shabbos and Yantav. It's very confusing. You're not allowed to put a blanket over your stuff. So I told him, perhaps they just meant that it should be for the top. Akopanim, we're learning halach alamaisa. And he's like, okay, I'm not going to use it anymore. But it is, there's a lot of stuff that in a day-to-day, like the Mishavur says, if you don't learn Hilcha Shabbos, you're bound to be over Chil Shabbos, every single Shabbos. That's one of his big, his famous things in the Agdama to Mishnabura on Hilcha Shabbos. And he doesn't have Agdamas for every Chelek. But for Chelek Gimel, he had a beautiful Agdama. Anyway, back to this email. So, he likes Smicha stuff, blah, blah, blah. So thank you very, very, very much, two times very, to you, Reb Eli, and your Chabura. It's all about the Chabura. If you notice all the emails, they keep on mentioning Chabura, Chabura, Chabura. There's a sense of camaraderie and Chabura. It makes me feel like I am still part of the Israel group. My heart is there. Now there's the art side. Very sad story here. His parents divorced when he's seven years old. Never got to know his father. Only spoke to him once or twice a year. And when his father was nifter, he tried to get them not to cremate his father. It was a whole struggle. And at the end, they agreed to it, but they didn't let him come to the funeral. And uh, he wasn't going to do anything. The bottom line is, he says like this. He's not planning on doing anything because he couldn't get to shul. He, couldn't, he said Kaddish for a year. And he decided late last night to just put it in the chat room and ask if somebody could say Kaddish for him. Within minutes, four people offered to say Kaddish. Think about that, he says. I'm here in South Bend, and people who I only know from this year jumped to do that. In the end, it was Eli who said the Kaddish, and I'm very grateful. I feel that it was a miracle to not have my father cremated, and another miracle to even have the Kaddish said given today's circumstances. So sorry for the long email, but I thought it was important that I point out what I saw happen, and how amazing I think the work and learning that is going on is. Thank you. Best regards. Stephen Sokolow from South Bend, Indiana. David Yoel ben Natan should have an aliyah. Okay, so I think that's that. Maybe one... Eh, we're pushing it again. But it's a very short daf. Fine, one, one quick one here. Rebelli, I haven't learned the daf in 30 years. I do, I do learn Chumash, Tanakh, and Mepharshim a couple hours a day. It takes, me, it takes me approximately 12 minutes to get to Shul in the morning. So I listen to Tanakh going, and when you come out with the 8-minute daf, I decide to listen on my trip back from Shul. It's like an eight-minute, well-barbecued burger with all the trimmings. Now that Corona is upon us, no shul trips, so I decided to go for the full 45 well-done steak. Great presentation. Thank you for changing my spiritual diet. And thank you again. Stay well and stay healthy. Jack from Catskill Mountains. Upstate New York. All right. Seder. This and this. This will go a different time. Let's see what we have here. We're holding on Daf Mayach, Daf Memches. Says the Gemara, yeah, 
Unfortunately, we, I, I also noticed uh, the YouTubers missed out on our Yoydu Lashem Chazli song. Well, it was only a recording. So, we'll have to play that recording a different time. Oh, we got 110 people, so we're ready to learn Torah. As a lot of them I see, not a lot, but I, like about five minutes ago, there's only 90. So, a lot of them come after the email. Very smart. Now, oh, before we start, I have two riddles for the Oilam. Think about this. We learned that you're allowed to do shihia. You're allowed to leave something in the oven before Shabbos if it's cooked. That's how we pass it. So here's the question. It's a little bit of a trick question, maybe. What food are you allowed to put in the oven right before Shabbos when it's not cooked, baked at all? Zero. Anybody? What food are you allowed to put into the oven a minute before Shabbos when it's not cooked or baked at all? Chalent, you're not allowed to put it in the Huh? Cholent. Cholent? Why? You might be right, actually, because... You don't want to eat it till the next day. Right, because it has, it has uh, fresh meat in it. Right, so that's, that's, one, that's one thing. But there's, there's something else that Tysus points out. A baked apple. Tysus talks about baked apples. You know, a lot of people, they, they take the top off, they throw cinnamon in there, sugar, and a baked apple. Why? Because the apple, you can eat it as is right now. So it's as if it's Kemach Ben right now, and now you're just finishing it off in the oven. However, says Tysus, you have to be careful with a baked apple. There's another problem with a baked apple. Because now baked apple, you're not allowed to do chazara. You're not allowed to put it back. You're not allowed to cover it with more blankets. Why? Because that's increasing the baking. And you want it baked, it's not fully baked. That'll be a problem. Okay, now I have another question. Here's a real to think about for the next 10 minutes. If I have a brand new, you know, today these women, they buy on, uh, what is it called? Not Amazon, that, that, that shoe place. When we lived in America, what? Zappos. Zappos. Uh, uh, yeah, Zappos. You get like, in America, th- these women, they, they could buy 20, 30 pairs in a shot, and they tell their husband, I'm going to give them all back, don't worry about it. And then they get stuck with 25 of them. The kids are, so let's say you get a brand new pair of shoes. Is there any problem that you could think of on Shabbos to wear a brand new pair of shoe? Brand new. So think about this question. Is there any problem wearing a brand new pair of shoes? There might be an iser da iraisa to wear a brand new pair of shoes in a certain circumstance. All right, says the Gemara. Rabbi Ravzeri Iklo the Beit Reish Galusa. So they come to the house of the Reish Galus. Probably a mansion. You know, the Reish Galus is a wealthy individual. They noticed, I, I have a picture of it, they, something like this, the, um, I don't know what happened to me, I, oh, I know what happened, I disappeared from, okay, now I can see what it looks like in the screen, if you guys see it or not. But anyways, here's the kumkum, here's the, the urn, very hot, and he went ahead and he put a jug of water, a cup of water on top, cold water. Nazi Rabbi, Rabbi yelled at him. Tells the servant, what are you doing? 
We're going to learn that you let it take one of these guys and put it on top of the other one. They're both hot. What's the difference? You're worried about atmana, about burying, about insulating. Look, these, these guys are pretty. Oh, my good friend, I'm not going to mention his name. N.S., he's over there. Shkoyach for being on today. It, it, I'm telling you, these guys that I'm used to from, 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 from the last two plus years next to me, and I see them, I don't know where Mendy is. Where's Mendy? He always, uh, is he late? He tells me he's on. But I need guys like that to get the familiar faces. Now you guys are my familiar faces. Yaakov, who used to be in the top corner, is not there anymore. Hatmana, does this look like a hatmana to you? Are you burying anything? So the Gemara says there's no problem with hatmana if you put the gray on top of a gray. Two grays, two, two kumkums, two urns. Says Rabba, says Rabzer, so why are you making a big fuss? Why are you yelling at the servant for putting this cold water on top of this? How does, how does this look like a tmana to you? Says, says Rabba, By the urn on top of an urn, all you're trying to do is prevent heat loss. They're both hot. You don't want one of them to, to completely become cold. So you put it on top of the other. Over here, you're creating new heat into the cold water that looks like hatmana, that is osr. So they keep on, they're there by the Rosh Goals. All of a sudden, they see this troublemaker serving guy. He took, you know those turbans, like they see the Beneshchai, where's my uh, Sruli David here? I'm trying to say hello to him for the last few days. The Beneshchai's grandson. So, oh, I got to stop for a second. Rebbe Lezer Karmel, Shalom Aleichem, I missed you. He used to be a big part of our shir. He promised he's going to come back, and here he is, he's back. Remember, Nachman, he used to sit right across from you. I don't know if you remember, the guy with the long beard, Lezer Karmel. Very nice, beautiful. Shalom Aleichem. Yesterday, Avi said, Laser Carmel's on. I had no idea what he was talking about. I thought he was talking about some guy from California. All right, so back to the story here. He notices the servant taking a turban and placing, I have a picture, placing it over a pot. Now, what's the problem over here? So far, according to the Rishayinim, no problem. He, he covered it with a, with a, with a shmata, with a, with a turban, not a shmata, a nice begged called a, a, a turban. But the problem is, look, you see, he put a cup. He put some sort of ladle, some sort of device that he could take out some of the, the liquid from this pot. So the problem is, Nazi Rabbi, Rabbi yelled at him again, what are you doing? Stop it. Don't put a cup on there. What are you? Am I? What's going on? Why, why are you getting on this guy's case two times in a row? Rabbi says, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to figure this out yourself. Let's stand on the side and let's watch what's going to transpire over here. They see the slave going, grabbing the turban and squeezing it out. Schita is a tolda of Libun. Oh, here's the problem. That's why I yelled at him. Some cipher brings up right away. My chavrusa was asking you this yesterday. I found the some cipher asked this. So why didn't he yell at him when he did schita? So some cipher says you have to say that he didn't really squeeze it. He was about to. Uh, here you see, he's about to squeeze it. You're not allowed to do that. 
Meaning that the, the Rishonim learned that the problem is putting this heavy thing on the turban. The turban is probably going to dip from the weight into the liquid, become moist. You're going to care about your turban. You're going to go ahead and squeeze it out. Why is this different than what every other person does at home? In those days, they didn't have those nice covers. So what do you cover your pot with? What do you cover your, your liquids with? You take some kind of shmat and throw it on there. Nobody cares about a shmata that's designed to put on a pot. But we're talking about a head turban. This is your chash of a thing that you go out with. So I knew right away, what is he going to do? And look what happened. He actually tried to protect his head turban and he squeezed it out. He did schito. I was getting all excited. I thought this is probably the sugya for Daddy Kormluth, who deals with feathers, moichin. But this is anything. This is soft material. This is the stuffing. Stuffing that you're going to see. You put in a pillow. Whatever. Some soft material. Now, the pshat over here is that this soft material is designed to make felt out of it. Felt, you know, like you make these black hats, whatever, felt. So since he sets it aside and he says, I want to make felt out of this material, so that's called muktzah machmas chisarankis. I already set it aside for something. I'm not letting other people use it, touch it. It's on the side for my business for felt. Now, he's up a creek, this guy. He doesn't have what to bury his pot. It's almost Shabbos. He looks around real quickly and he says, oh, my felt. But he needs it for his business. Oh, but the chant is more important. So he takes it and A minute ago, it's very important to him. Now I took it and I did a tman in it. I buried my pot in it. Just because this guy couldn't find his straw and he used something expensive and something that he's going to... So that means he, he's done with it. He, he's not going to make a hat tomorrow. He's not going to make a tefillin bag, whatever you make out of felt. He still wants it. So right after Shabbos, as long as he doesn't get chunked all over the felt, he'll remove his pot and he'll take his felt, he'll take his muchin and he'll make felt out of it. So it's still muktza, machmas, chisar and kiss. Yes, right now he might be using it for atmana. But he doesn't want people touching it, and it remains mukta. Perhaps this is a raya. The Gemara says it's not a raya. What's the raya? It says, So these are three steps of wool. Gizet tzemer is right when you shear the wool right off the animal. Ubetzipet tzemer is when you, the next step is you comb out the wool. Okay, so it's a little bit better. It has a little bit more value. Oh. Now, this is already step three. He already dyed it purple. It's, it's already, but it, they're all wool. I could do a tmana with all this. Oh, and this is what we're talking about. Soft wool, cotton, whatever. You could do a tmana, but you can't. You can't do tiltal. You're not going to move it on Shabbos. So what do you see from here? Since I set it aside, so it's, it remains. 
And it's talking about Hatmana. I try, I, I put my pot of chant in it, yet the Isser of Chesar and Kis remains on it. So it's Gemara, not a great Raya. It's not a perfect Raya. So perhaps we're talking about before you did Hatmana. You could do Hatmana with it. If you want to, you could use it as a material, you could do Hatmana. It's not Moisef Hevel, whatever. It's, not, it's a good material. But don't touch it. You, you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to move it. If it's in a special box that you set aside for your felt, you're not allowed to move it on Shabbos. I could be doichek and say, it's not talking about after you did Atmana. It's talking about before you did Atmana. But maybe after you did Atmana, you mevatel it already. I don't care about it. I'm not going to make felt out of something I just put a hot pot of chomped in. Maybe that's the pshat. We don't know. So what's the big chiddush that, you, that, that, that it's muktzah? Of course it's muktzah. It's muksa machmas chisar and kiss, like any other muksa Any pile of muchin that's set aside for me to do felt is muksa machmas chisar and kiss. Why is it telling me? It says the Gemara the same chazi the mizgalayu. Come on, you know what? Yes, it's set aside for felt, but it also could be a cheer. I could sit on it, I could lean on it, and therefore maybe it's not muksa. So I'm telling you a side Allah. You should know that muchin happens to be muksa machmas chisar and kiss if you set it aside, even though. You might think that it, it, it's, it's like a bean bag. You know, it's nice and soft. You could sit in it. No, it's not. It's still mokta. Says the Gemara, Rav Chizda Shara Lahadure Udra. Sometimes, you know, out of your pillow, the feathers pop out. You have like a stuffed animal. Some of the stuffing falls out. Rav Chizda allowed to put that stuffing back in. Lebei Sadio Bishabsa. Sadio is a pillow. It's not considered a makibipatish. The final blow of a hammer, the final. Oh, ask the Gemara, why not? Why is that not Makibibatish? This pillow needs X amount of stuffing. It's missing 25% of it. You just stuffed it in there, and now it's a perfect pillow. Why is that not Makibibatish? It says, You have that neck. On, a, on every garment, you know, like a t-shirt, you have that little hole that you put your head through. So in those days, the, the launderer would take it and sew it up a little bit so you could do laundry. So you could undo it. You know how to take a scissor, right? They didn't have a special machine like today, or maybe, they, maybe that's how they do it today, I don't know, probably. You, you'd make a whole garment, and then at the end, you take a scissor, and just cut out a little bit of a, of a hole for your, for your head to fit through. That you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. What is that called? Makibipatish. You're finishing off the garment. And this is what is important for us. You're not allowed to stuff a pillow on Yantif. Shabbos is usually more chamur than Yantif. Well, certainly you're not allowed to stuff it on Shabbos. So why in the world does Rav Chizda say that I can stuff a pillow on Shabbos? Like A brand new pillow, you're not allowed to finish off the Gemar Balacha. I'm finishing it off. This is my Makibah Patish. But once I slept on the pillow, once it's ready, it's in my house, and my kid jumped on it, and now I have a little hole, and half the stuff comes out. So I already had a Makibah Patish. I already had a Kli that was finished, and I'm just putting it back to where it was before. That's not a Makibah Patish. And have a right to this. It says, You should not put 
the soft material into the pillow. Nostru, but if it came out, machzir noisim b'shabes. This is mafurish, like Rav Chizda, that if on Shabbos it came out, you're allowed to put it back on Shabbos. Veintzarch loymar be yomtoiv, and certainly you're allowed to put it back on yomtoiv. Now, going back to my question about a shuleis, what does that have to do with the sugya? It has a lot to do. If I never put my shuleis into the holes. It might be Yisadar Isa to put it in on Shabbos. I'm being Makkeh B'Patish. I don't have a shoe that I could wear right now. My shoe is going to slip off my foot without my shoelaces. And my shoelace is my final Makkeh B'Patish. You hear what's going on here? Anybody ever think about that? It's just a shoelace. It comes in and out easily. Similar of Shiloh. If I give my kid a, a, a football and it's not completely blown up, a balloon, a ball, if I were to blow it up on Shabbos, that might be Isidar Isa. Because I'm introducing to it new ear that it didn't have before Shabbos. Listen to this. If the ear comes out of my ball, so then you have Machlaik Zachroinim. Rabbi Shalom Zalman Arbach holds, yes, I'm taking new ear and putting it in, but ear is ear, it's all the same. And since it already had ear, it's not a problem. So, and Rabbi Yashif says that it's Uvdu Duchal. It's not, it's, not, it's not proper to do so. You don't pump up a ball on Shabbos. But I'm saying, it's something to think about. I remember seeing somewhere, and I couldn't find it. I remember seeing that shoelaces is mamish. I don't know if it's Isidai Raisa, but a, a Isser. I don't know if it was Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa. I forgot where I saw it. Long time ago. If somebody finds it, please uh, send it to me. But anyway, something at least to think about. Tysus is talking about if you have a drawstring, you know, in a, in a sweatshirt, you have those two strings. That's, uh, that's Mamesh Isser to put it through on Shabbos. It's the Makkabit Patish. Oh, Sam Winehouse is showing me on his uh, Chicago shirt. He has the strings. He has, uh, he, he learned. You come with, uh, with, you come with uh, what do you call it? Hands on displays here to the year. Baruch Hashem anticipated it. Or in Chicago, it's probably still snowing. That's why he has a sweatshirt. Over here, it's like 95 degrees. Zog de Gemara, where, where are you, Sam? You're like in South Bend? Detroit? I don't know where he's at. Okay. Not in Chicago, Chicago? You're just wearing a Chicago sweatshirt? The kids are somewhere in America, right? Muncie, Muncie, Muncie. Muncie, but with the Chicago. Okay, Muncie, because I was getting worried. I was like, I haven't heard a lot from the Muncie boys. I said we haven't heard from Passaic, so then they started spilling in all the emails from Passaic. Baruch Hashem. All right. Italy, we got a couple guys in Italy watching. We got in, in Spain. The guy that had the child, who else? France? Do we have in France? Don't remember. Anyway, England. I think we have a couple guys in England. I'm not sure. <laughs> the Manchester Chabura leads. His Bernard, what? what? Yeah, yeah. And we have even Gimel guys. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Yudam Rav. You see, Reboise, I'm just saying, this is a little different than Brochus. Somebody. Guy was complaining to me last night that he's like, he'll stickle out of it. He's not understanding all the ideas, all the musagim. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's not stories. It's not, uh, it's, it doesn't have that kishmak that we had in brachas. But how can you go into Shabbos not knowing that it might be an issue to put shoelaces in your shoe? And it might be an issue to, to cover, not might, it's a very big issue to cover 
your chompad before Shabbos with a, with a with one of those blankets that says on it Lekavet Shabbos. So, so they're selling it and they're fooling you, telling you that you're allowed to do it. So if it was just for that guy that's going to stop putting on his blanket, it was worth all the work. Yeah, Ellie, the blanket cover, I didn't bring it up earlier, but I don't, I don't think it's an issue unless it's fully covered all around. Okay, well, well, it's a, it's a, it's a, good, it's a, it's a good point that you're saying, but it's not, not, not accurate. Fully covered means 51%. And he has a challah on top of that thing. He told me exactly what he has. He has chicken on the bottom, has a thing on the thing, and then he has a challah on top. And he covered it. The challah is 100% covered. So for this individual, 100% usher. Oh, he's showing. David Feinberg has Shabbos Viyantif on top. He also has a display. Beautiful. I'm not sure how accurate that is. What, the 51%? I, I'm pretty sure, but I'll look into it. But regardless, okay, if you don't cover completely, and what if you do cover completely? I mean, he, this individual wasn't aware that's an issue, Bukhlal. They sell it in the store. It says Shabbos Viyantif. It's meant to cover. And what if there's a, a pan this tall, and it covers the whole thing? So you're going to start telling him? He, he, doesn't, he didn't know the halacha to be aware of it Ellie. and make sure, yeah. Rabbi Ribiat in the 39, in the 39 malachos, the four volume, he has on page 627, it needs to be totally enwrapped. It can't just be on top. Food must be completely covered. It's got to still be in the clear reshown, and it's got to be, the other things are going to be, uh, it's got to also be directly, direct contact, that you have already, but the total cover is, I think, what gets people out of this. But he himself told me that he total covers it. There is total cover no, by totally him. Totally covered. No, totally covered. It's wrapping it all around. It's just sitting on top. No. If it if if the if the wrap goes to all directions, that's totally covered. No. No, but the, no. Well, you're no. saying it has to be a wrap from the bottom. Sides. Yes, it has to be hafmana. It has to be wrapped on the sides yes. and the bottom. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so, but okay, we'll look into it. You know what? At least we have something to think about. But there's something, at least we know there's something there. Don't, don't go through your life not knowing there's a concept called Atman at all. For every one of us, right? What right, We'll look into Allah and we'll find no, out how yeah. no. I remember learning, not now, I remember learning something about 51%. That that's considered a, a thing by us. But okay. Also, what, yeah. what's the level? Like You're, you're saying shoelaces is going to be Issa Risa, but... I don't know. Don't don't call me on this today, right? So, but it's uh, it's definitely uh, yeah. You have you have a shirt. You have a shirt on top of it. You got to button your shirt down. Nothing until you start buttoning down. Is it makabe potash every time you button? No, because that's the way it's designed. That's the thing. But yeah. By the way, they do talk about it and explain why. But buttons are already in. It's like the shoelace already, and you're tying it. You're doing it. But over here, you're going through the. The you know, like when you go to the store, the the guy always has to do the shoelaces for you. That's the final. That's the Makkah Badish, Bikitzer. Each thing individually, you have to look at everything. Like, uh, is a diaper Makkah Badish? Maybe, you know, when you go like this, you open up that tape and go like that. But, you know, they say it's meant to come out. I don't know. Anyway, or, that's Tfira. That's a different Allah. Omarav, Yehuda Marav. Hapoiseyach beisat tzavor b'shabos chayev chatos. So, if you cut open the neck on a shirt, you chayev chatos, it's an iser doi raisa. Turning the page that from Chesam and Base. You have a barrel. And the barrel is covered. And you take, you want to show off to your friends. You know these guys that do that? They take the sword and they chop off the top of the champagne bottle. 
So this guy does it with his uh, uh, barrel. He has a barrel of wine, he takes a sword and chops off the top. Why is that not a makkah patish? Now you're opening up the barrel. Amalei rava, zechibur, vezeinu chibur. The top of the barrel is not one with the barrel. It's meant to come off. It might be stuck on nicely, but it's not one with the barrel. And therefore, it's not similar to a shirt that you just open, you have to completely cut it. It's all one beged. It's, it's, it was created to begin with as one garment, as one piece of cloth, and you cut out and you make a beged out of it by cutting it. Ramele Rabirmele Rabzeira, Tanan, Shalal. You just called him? You just texted him? Dr. Lin. What is 100%? From the sides? Even the bottom, he says, has to be covered? Bottom, yeah, of course. Ellie, 100% yeah. is 100%. The bottom is covered. No, 100% to me would mean 100% what that you see. Oh, oh, Shalom Aleichem. See? Noam is right. The bottom is Batmana from the Plata. You don't have to go underneath it. Stop giving a term to people, Avi. You got to be careful. This is uh, the rises over here. You don't know, but it's not a problem because... <laughs> eh, 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 before you say it's not a problem, the guy's going to go back to doing what he's doing. It's better to, 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 to think about it first. All right, we'll, we'll come out with some chlorkite hopefully tomorrow. Maybe I'll, I'll give over the halacha tomorrow if I remember. Okay, we have, well, listen, we have 10 minutes and that's way too much for Ahmed Bey. See, well, anybody else want to say something here? Okay. Let's go weiter. Shlashel Kaifsim. I love this. It's one of my favorite drawings that I've done in the last three days. If you have the, the launderers in those days, like today, they have a whole sophisticated system. You give it to the dry cleaner, so he has like a, a little piece of paper that somehow could go through the dry cleaner without getting wet, because it's dry clean, right? But it has your number, and he, and he, he has, uh, I don't know, he has some sort of, the, he puts all the numbers together, he realizes... This is uh, Moshe Cohen's uh, garments. But in those days, they had to like sew, a bunch, he takes the guy's shirt, pants, whatever, and he sews them together so he knows, okay, this is barrel stuff. This is literally not part of the sugi at all, but I just, I couldn't resist. Because I was thinking like, the guy with a lot of keys, and I was thinking to myself, you know, the macher, the tutzach guy, the yoili, I had to make one of those. Ah, I had a lot of, I know, but it has nothing to do with the sugi really. Oh, here we go. So this guy, he has a lot of keys. I don't know if you see, he has a lot, a lot of keys. And he has a walkie-talkie. And he has a, a lot of cell phones over there that are not even attached to his body. A lot, a lot of cell phones. Kitzer, what's the shaykhis? No shaykhis, just because I wanted to make a, a nice picture. Anyway, so I'm a guy. What? What? Oh, here. It says on the thing, see? Not, not the one that Levi Freeman is part of, because those are not machers, but the other, whatever. So we're talking about now connecting Kalim, two different things together. How does that work? When does it work? And it's important for Tuma. Let's say you have two Kalim. Is this, are these two parts... Are they one? You're going to say yes, it's one. Okay. When do you say it's one? When do you say it's two? 
So if I touch Tumah right over here, does it transfer to here? Does it transfer the whole Kli? Yes or no? Now I have different garments that are sewn together. If I touch Tumah on one, does the whole thing, one key, do all the keys on the keychain become Tumah? I have two pieces of Shatnas. I have two pieces of wool, and I combine them together. I stitch it with, with, uh, with, with what do you call it? With flax. So I have Shatnas. So that's considered connected. If I touch Tumah on one, the other one becomes Tameh. Rashi explains, once I start undoing the, the sewing, obviously my shirt and my pants are not one. But since I connected them with a thread, so they're one. Once I start undoing it, so now I'm showing I don't want them anymore, so I don't have to completely undo it yet, then they're not together anymore. Okay. Alma So we're going to see at the end of the sugya when you're doing melacha, midoyraisa, it's one kli. When I'm using the scissors, I'm going like this, then it's a kli. When it's in the drawer, then the two parts are not connected, midoyraisa. That's what the Gemara says. Later on, we'll see. Viriminu. So Alma Shalibishas melacha. Even though I'm not doing malacha with his clothing, the tutzach is not using his keys. They're all one. All hundred keys are one. I'll ask you a question. Here's the kardom. I have an axe. And I take a makel. Very important that this makel right over here, it's not a real handle that you buy in Home Depot. What is this? This is a branch off a tree. Never makabal tumah like that. It's a pshutik It's not makabal tumah. But I had no brera, I had no, no way out of this. I needed something quickly so I could use my, my, my axe to chop my kids whatever off. So I, I, I take this piece of stick that's no shaykhs. I shove it. What am I going to do as soon as I'm done working? I'm going to take this stick, as the Gemara is going to say later, and toss it. I don't need it. It's not really important for now. It's not like my, oh, I found a great handle for my axe. When I'm axing away, it's, it's a chibur. So over here, all of a sudden, you see a distinction between during doing the avayda, the, the melacha, and afterwards. One is mekabal tuma, if it's during the melacha, yes, and if not, That's different. The reason why they're not connected, these two pieces, is because he physically doesn't care about this piece of wood. He's going to throw it into the fire as soon as he's done chopping. When it comes to the clothing for the launderer, he wants that connection. He likes it because he might have to toss it in the, in the laundry again. So he wants that connection. And Memela, it creates one. All those clothing are one. I'm not talking about the keys as much as the clothing. Also, this is a Dafyoy Mishir Magichir's dream. In Surah, they said it from, in the name of Rav Chizda. In Pempadisa, they said it in the name of Rav Kahana. Chaval doesn't say like a few more lines, like uh, whatever. And some say in the name of Rav. Ah, okay, so vacation is over. Three lines. This is a saying out there that whatever is connected is one. Who said that? Whatever is connected. So you're talking about this, it's, this is connected to this. 
There's something else that's connected. Omer of Yehud, Omer Av, It only goes according to Rimeir. This not. Besa, Pacho, Besa, Tavlin. You know, in your, in your grill, on your barbecue, sometimes if you have a fancy one, you have on the side like, like trays. You could put stuff. You could uh, put your uh, salt, pepper. You could hang your, your tools. You know, you have different compartments on the side. Same thing with Akira. Oh, I got a picture. I want to show you what the first picture looked like. It's pretty much the same, but I thought my, my new edition this morning was better. This is the first one, yeah? It's kind of boring. And also you could see some of the words bleed through from the other side of the Gemara, because this is taken from a Mesifti. See right over here, words? Right. Here's the new rendition. It's the same thing, basically. But I, you, see, you see what's going on here? Got a little mouse, a dead mouse. Question. If this is made out of Klicheres, this is earthenware, is this Klitome right now? Look at the mouse. It's right over here. It's touching it. It's on it. It died from the heat. It's not Tome. Klicheres is Metame Metoichoi. Ah, David, you're off. You said yes, not. It has to be Metame inside. Inside, even if it doesn't touch inside. Even if it's in the ear. Says the Gemara... So, I flew off for a second, but you see how you have these little guys? They had a sophisticated kira, it even had lighting. You take a candle, you put it over here, you can see what you're doing at night. Over here, you throw in your salt. Over here, you whatever. Different compartments. Are these compartments part of the kira? So if Tuma, this mouse, is inside the compartment, does the whole kira become tummy? Yes or no? Probably not. Remeir says, yes. Metamin bimago, it only becomes Tomei if the mouse actually touches the inside of the kira. So then everything, all the compartments become Tomei. Or if it touched the inside of a compartment, the kira becomes Tomei. But if the mouse was dangling inside a compartment or inside the kira, nothing else becomes Tomei. So we need to understand how, why. If it's a klicheres, it should become tamei who's dangling inside. Now, according to Reb Shimon, that says everything is tar because the compartments are not part of the kira. So, if I touch over here, nothing else becomes tamei. What's going on here? If it's a kira, then then even in the ear, all compartments should become tummy. If you don't consider a compartment like part of the kira, so if I touch the inside of the compartment, why is the kira tummy? They're not, they're, they're individual, they're independent of each other. Again, if they're independent, so what is touching the inside of the oven of this kira, why is it the tummy the compartments on the outside? They're, in the, they're individual compartments. And if the, they're not individual, they're one, so if I dangle a mouse in a compartment, then the kira should also become tame. What's going on here? Says Gemara, very simple, No, Rameir agrees that compartments have nothing to do with the actual kira. V'rabana the gazerbu. This is exera the rabbana. So once it's exera, and whoever learned with us, the last Masechtas and Shas, is familiar with this concept, if there's a gzera, so just do a widespread gzera, say, okay, everything is tame. Avir, mago, what's the difference? No, adu bu rabbonu 
Right? The whole Seder Kachim is full of this. If you say that this Xero applies even to the ear space of a Tanur, of a Kira, and also to the Maga, then people are going to forget where it originated from. They're going to forget that this is a Durabon Xero. And if they're going to forget that this is a Durabon Xero, they're going to go ahead and burn Kachim that touched this oven. But you're not allowed to burn Kachim that are Tommy only, only with the Rabbanon. If it's Tommy with the Raisa, you burn the Kachim. But Rabbanon can't say, you're not allowed to burn Kachim Stam. That's also awesome in the Raisa. Rabbanon can't tell you that we made an Israel. Oh, go ahead and burn it. So what do you do? Toilem. You just let it, you, you suspend the Isra for now. You let the, the food rot, but you're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to burn it. But how are people going to remember not to burn it? By telling them, this is a very weird Tumah. This only applies if you touch it and not if you dangle it. And everybody knows this is a klicheris. Dangling should work. And they started asking themselves questions. Why does dangling not work? Oh, because it's the Rabbanon. You're not supposed to burn it. Ton Rabbanon, shall prokim. I so happen to have. This is a Cutco scissors. By the way, if anybody wants Cutco, Yeshua Aaron Price sells Cutco. Very good scissors. But guess what? Look what happens. If I go like this, like this. And now there are two pieces. So if I have a scissor like that, and now they're back together again. If I have a scissor that comes apart, the Ismail shall rohitni, and a carpenter's plane. This is a, a antique one, but similar to what they had in the time of the Beis Hamikdash. You put a blade here. Time of the Gemara. You put a blade. And you grab this, and you go back and forth in, on wood, and you could, you know, take off a sliver of wood to size. You size it. But what is that blade? Is it part of the wood? Is it not part of the wood? Is it two kalim? Says the Gemara. Depends. For tuma, it's one connection. So if a mouse touches my blade, my whole kli becomes tummy. If a mouse touches this part, this part also becomes Tomei. If I need to sprinkle it with paraduma ashes to make it tar, if I sprinkle, look, if I sprinkle my hand, if I'm Tomei Mace and I sprinkle Hazah in my hand, my whole body becomes tar. But if I sprinkle this, this one does not become tar because they're individual parts. Why? What's the difference? By Tomei you said one is Metame the other. And by Hazal, one doesn't work for the other. Why not? And the answer is very simple. The Chumrah. I'm just being machmer. I'm telling you, sprinkle both. And I'm telling you, if you touch a rat to this, then this becomes Tomei. It's the same idea. They're both the Chumrah. But the Chumrah of Hazal is that you need both. And the Chumrah of Tumah is that you need one. You see how they work in opposites. As the Gemara, Manav Shachichiburu, Afil Hazal. You should know. When you're performing the act, you're cutting something with a scissor, then they're both connected. That's no shaila. You're using the Ismail, the, the, the carpenter's plane, the blade and the wood are one because you're doing melacha. But when you're not working it, they're not connected at all. Oh. Because we're abandoned out too much. And Chacham came along and made a gzera. 
So Rabbanon said, it doesn't matter if you're working or not working, let's just pick the most Chumrah thing. So therefore, when you're not working, if you touch one part, both parts become Tameh. And when it comes to Hazah, even if you're working it, it's not enough to sprinkle your Paraduma ashes on one part. I'm going to be machmering you and say, you have to sprinkle on both parts. Have a wonderful, phenomenal day. Thank <laughs> you.